Good morning, everyone. It's a joy to be with you today, and it's a day of celebration. Amen? Celebrating the goodness and greatness of our God, uh, celebrating his character, celebrating his defeat of sin over our lives, celebrating the freedom that we can have in Christ. We're also celebrating our, our Freedom Sessions grads uh, this morning. And for those of you who don't know what Freedom Session is, this is a, a healing discipleship strategy that we have as the church. And it's this 28-week, 28 sessions that we walk through in a very intensive way, uh, looking at the sin in our lives, looking in the ways that we've been sinned against, processing some of the hurts and pains and trauma that we went through, learning how to forgive, learning how to set boundaries, learning how to create priorities in life, learning how to make amends, all these things, a very intensive process. And so what we're celebrating the graduates today is really a very strenuous, intensive time of discipleship in their life. And one of the reasons that we, we do this is because we want to be a church that makes disciples. Amen? I mean, that's part of our mandate. That's part of our calling is to be a church that makes disciples. And the problem we often have with discipleship is really defining it, what it actually looks like. And really this process of freedom session is to be in a very intensive time in people's life where they hear God, find healing through the process, and be able to live lives of freedom. And so uh, I want to say a few things before we jump into graduation this morning. And I want to talk about the cost of non-discipleship. Okay? We talked about this last week, that, that Jesus comes, and as Melissa reminded us, he says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to who? Jesus, amen? And then he tells the church to say, uh, to go and make disciples. And then he gives us a word of comfort, right? What's his word of comfort after he has this calling of making disciples all around the world? That he is with us, right? This boldness, this confidence that God is with us in our pain and our struggle and our trials and our mission, that God is a God who is with us. Now, as we've walked through the book of Acts and especially we looked at the life of, of Stephen and Peter and Paul and all these people, is there not a cost to discipleship? Is there not a cost to following Jesus? Yes and amen, there is. But what I want to talk about this morning, well, what is the cost of non-discipleship. What is the cost in our lives when we don't follow Jesus in the way that he has called us to? And, and I want to bring up this passage, um, first of all, from Romans. And we've been talking a lot about Paul through the, the book of Acts and the story of Acts. And, and this is something that he wrote to the church in Rome. And he's talking about his, his understanding of the law and sin and the life of the church. And then he, then he personalizes it. And Paul says this, he says, For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. And he says, For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. Anyone else feel like that at times? where you know the right thing to do, you know what life should look like, you, you know what you want your characteristics to be, the person you want to be, and yet you continually fail over and over and over and over again. Uh, I think we can all share the heart of Paul in that sentiment. And, and, and here's the thing that, that Paul is trying to bring out, is our desperate need 
for discipleship, to know Jesus, to be empowered by the Spirit, to actually live the lives that we want to live and the lives that glorify God. Now, it's fascinating to me this, this past Friday night we, we had uh, time with the senior youth. And I was just conversing with them, processing with them about their journeys and understandings of God and where they're at and knowing Jesus and, and submitting their lives to God. And, and we got into this conversation where the, the youth group was really on two sides. There was, there was one side that really had the perspective, well, I believe I'm a Christian, but I struggle to live it out. Anyone else here feel like that? <laughs> the other side of the equation was, well, I, I don't feel like I am a Christian because I can't live it out. Anyone else feel like that at times, right? And, and we, we deal with this state of, of what does it mean to follow Jesus, and there's this aspect of hypocrisy that goes on. There's an aspect of hypocrisy in our own lives. There's an aspect of hypocrisy that we see in the lives of the people around us. And, and part of the reason for that is because that is a cost of non-discipleship. And so if we're called to be witnesses... And the way we live and function as followers of Jesus does not witness to the gospel. There's an issue, right? And yet we need Jesus and the gospel and the Holy Spirit to empower us to live the way that he has called us to live. And so to me, when, when we look at a core strategy of discipleship for us as the church, this has to be at the forefront, first of all, because of our witness, if how we live does not match up with what we tell others about the goodness of Jesus, it's not going to matter, is it? It's going to fall on deaf ears. It's going to say, oh, you say Jesus is good news, but how is he good news in your life? Your life's a mess. Your life's a disaster. You're a horrible person. Is that good news? No, but the beauty of the gospel is not just that Jesus saves us from sin, Jesus saves us from the power of sin, which means that we can have freedom from sin. Amen, church? And so I, I want to bring up a, a quote that has been very impactful in my life from a man named Dallas Willard. And, and he frames it like this. He says, non-discipleship costs abiding peace. In other words, there's more cost to not following Jesus than we, we could realize. And, and one of them is we're not going to experience peace in our lives. We're going to be ruled by shame. We're going to be ruled by guilt. We're going to be ruled by sin. We're going to be ruled by the chaos of this world. And we will never experience peace. And he says, a life penetrated throughout by love. In other words, we won't actually experience the love of God. It'll cost us face that sees everything in the light of God's overriding, overriding governance for good. It's going to cost us a hopefulness that stands firm in the most discouraging of circumstances. It's going to cost us power to do what is right and withstand the forces of evil. In short, it costs exactly that abundance of life that Jesus said he came to bring in John 10.10. 10. And so he's saying that there's a cost to not following Jesus in our lives. Who here has experienced that cost before? That there, there are so many things that, 
get distorted and broken. Relationships are fractured. Character and integrity is broken when we practice non-discipleship in our lives. And then he says this. He says, the cross-shaped yoke of Christ is after all an instrument of liberation, of freedom, and power to those who live in it with him and learn the meekness and lowliness of the heart that brings rest to the soul. The correct perspective is to see following Christ not only as the necessity it is, but as the fulfillment of the highest human possibilities and as life on this highest plane. Amen? That is the beauty of following Jesus. And so as we, as we process the, the journey of Freedom Session and as we celebrate the grads, uh, I want to remind us as a church why we prioritize discipleship and why each and every one of us should have some form of discipleship in their life is because the cost of non-discipleship is far greater than the cost and sacrifices of following Jesus. And so I want to I bring up this passage before I bring up the grads I want to bring up Galatians 5.1, another quote from Paul. And he says, for freedom, Christ has set us what? Free. Stand firm, therefore. In other words, freedom is still something we, we fight for, we, we seek for it, we long for it, we practice it through discipleship. And do not submit again to a yoke of what? Slavery. The cost of non-discipleship is slavery to sin. The cost of non-discipleship is slavery to guilt. The cost of non-discipleship is slavery to shame. The cost of non-discipleship is slavery to creating yourself as a God that destroys everything around you. Where Christ has called us to experience the freedom of knowing him and experiencing him and living the life that he has called us to. And so we're going to spend some time um, hearing testimonies. And so I'm going to get all the graduates uh, to come and line up in the, in the corner room here. And we're going to hear stories of, of God at work. And ultimately as we come, we're confessing that is it the program that does anything in their life, so to say? Is it the program that heals them and gives them freedom? No. Who is it? It's the power of God, Right? But freedom is still something we have to fight for. It's, it's something that we can be under the, the yoke of slavery once again in our lives. And, and freedom is something that God has gifted us. But we have to receive that gift through discipline, through hearing God, through uh, accountability, 